everyone. My name is Dr. Tracy Hines Lashley, and I am here with Miss Lillian Okesh. And we are going to be speaking about her up and coming um, book launch. Are you excited? Oh, <laughs> you can see on my smile. I'm more than excited. <laughs> Why not tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. My name is Lillian Okesh. My partner originally from South Sudan. Um, my mom was pregnant with me when they flee from South Sudan. As soon as they arrived in refugee camp in South Sudan within two years, I was born in refugee camp. So we live in refugee camp for 15 years. In all five, we have the opportunity to come to US. And when I get in this country, of course, as many of refugees and immigrants, Face many obstacles. I faced many obstacles. I found myself pregnant when I was only like two, two years in America. Living in that relationship for 10 years, I finally find myself and find my voice to stand up and get out of the relationship. But when I get out of the relationship, now I have four boys and I have to figure out a way to, to support them. And that when I enter into the cleaning business and cleaning business, and the cleaning business lead me into signing up to be from a speaker, it lead me into be an author. And now not only being a, a adult author book, but I'm writing a children's book as well. Yes, and I'm excited for that book. So take us on a journey of your first book. We're going to talk about a children's book in a few, but I want the people to hear about your first solo book and the reason that you wrote it, the story behind it. My first book, The Spirit of Warriors. So The Spirit of Warriors, really, when you go through that book, you're gonna go through all the, the journey of history of my people and come down to me and kind of pass it on to the next generation. What motivated me to write that book? Because since I come in this country, even though my English was not so great, I always like to take a journals. I always like to write things down. And I come with the idea that one day when I'm not here, my children, they will not even know what village I'm from or where I come from. So it's better to write something in paper so they can remember. So pretty much it was just for me to record something down for my children so they can know exactly where I'm from when I'm not here someday. But when I start writing down and start looking around our community, we don't have any, like for my village, there's no any woman author for my village. And I decided to be like, you know what? I'm going to write this book, not only to help my family, but actually to help community and to bring confidence in women, knowing that if somebody who was born in refugee camp, lived in refugee camp for 15 years, come to America and start learning her ABC ninth grade can do this. I too can do it. So that what really motivated me to write my first book, The Spear of the Warriors. Wow, that is so amazing. So explain to us a little bit about what it means to live in a refugee camp for those who are not familiar with it. I got that question a lot, and that is the part that it motivated me to write books because so many times when people hear the word refugees, and I have a full chapter on that part, because when people hear the word refugees, the, the first thing coming to people's mind is suffering, pain, 
and just dealing with all the obstacles because of course you are not in your motherland. Um, you're in some other people country. It's, you're not in your village or you're not in the land where you were born. But for me being born in refugee camp, and our refugee scam wasn't bad because the Uganda government, they decided to give a plot for, for, for families so they can build a house and plant food and we have clean water. So at the time when, when we was in a refugee camp, we don't even hear the word refugee camp. I mean, we don't even hear the word refugees. So we, we didn't even know that we, we really were refugees because we were just living the life that we know. And so many times when people ask me, like, give me, like, tell us more about the life of refugees. I said, I can't really tell you much because that's the only life I, I know, you know. Um, like, let's, uh, um, Dr. Mara Monroe said, you will, not, you, you will not know that you are poor until you meet a rich man. And then you will look back in your life, say how poor you are. And that's how with the refugees, when we were living refugees, we really didn't know much about the outside world until when I come to US and I start hearing the word refugees and now everything is not making sense like oh wow our life was that bad <laughs> well you know I wouldn't say it was that bad because you know life is how you make it right and even though you guys were living in that situation you were still happy you're still exactly. smiling. You had each other. So it is an unfortunate um, circumstance, but you still had love around you. Absolutely. And I think that's the beautiful thing about human being is that in our brain, we can really train our brain how we want it to be. In our refugee camp, we have clean water, we have food, we have friends. We have the little thing that children do. We we, you know, we, 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 we do a pretend play, we climb mango tree, we have fresh banana. So that life, we were so happy and we were just living life like everybody else because that, for us, that, that life, you know, we don't have to hear a gunshot. And I never hear a gunshot because I was born in refugees camp in Uganda. And then, um, so from there, I haven't really experienced a lot about the world. Um, how the people that, you know, they run from South Sudan, they see all the other ugly thing. I didn't see that. And I thank God for that. So coming down to human being mind, it's really, you can, you can choose your life how you want to be. Because some people even here, they, they're born in this great country in America and they're so depressed. You know, and their life is so bad to the point where for, for somebody like me, I look at all the privilege in America, I'll be like, how can you even be depressed in this country? <laughs> you know, Again, so it's, it's all about, like you said, that mindset, because even though you were in your situation, you were happy. Yes. And yes. look at some of us and we're like, just miserable. Right, right, and yes. Yeah, so mm -hmm. you were still fortunate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So before we get on to something else, I want to know, how did it feel um, when Obama was named president? <laughs> I want to hear from you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let me tell you back in that moment, that moment, I was at home alone with my son. 
at that time I only have my my first born. I was home alone with my son. And when they announced that Obama was a president, because I already know that President Obama, he is Luo from Kenya. So I am Luo from South Sudan. So we already have a connection there. As you can see in our last name, all start with O. <laughs> so so I already, we already have connection there. But to see one of our own um, become a president, it gave me hope. And for me to see him giving this peace, I cry at the same time. I have hope because I know that if he can win to be a president of the United States, that means there's a room for me to be something in America. That's how I take it. And every time when life gets too hard, I look back in all those people in history. The first person who really motivated me to do something is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. When I get here, I didn't really speak English that, that well. We get there in January. In February was Black History Month, and our teacher play his video. So when they play his video, my English was really poor. I just I look at him. He seemed like he was saying something so important. He just keeps saying something like he have a dream, he have a dream. And that dream is stuck with me. I, I just wanna know like, what does he mean by this? And so when I live a little bit long in US and I began to uh, learn my English and start speaking English, everything comes to the place like, oh wow. So he mean I can have a dream as well. So all those lead me now to Obama and I'm just like, oh, okay, if these people can do it, I too can do it. Yes, and I am <laughs> sitting here looking at your book. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and you see my nails even match, so yeah. So what does it mean to have this book out here now? You know, this is one thing that I want to say out because we all have dream, we all have a vision, we all have something to accomplish. I never knew that if you accomplish what your heart tell you to do, your heart become empty. And now you have to figure out a way to, to, to fulfill that emptiness. Otherwise, it doesn't matter how great thing you, you've done, if you are not careful and understand that quickly, you'll find yourself in deep depression or you, you will find yourself, even though you accomplished this great thing, you will find yourself wonder and questioning because what was holding you back and was, what was keeping you going is already out there now. And your question will be like, what next? And I think that for this a couple, two months, I was struggling with that. Because um, at, at, the, at the end of last year, I was all about get this out, get this out, get this out. And now this, this book come out and it just hit me. When I look at you like, oh my God, <laughs> now what? I know that I have a lot more coming with this book, but I'm so glad that 
I realized this early. And, and, and what made me to realize that is because I listened to a lot of Tyler Perry interview, you know, and I, I, I listened to him. And one thing that he was talking about, he was uh, when he was filled with the hatred against his father and he forgave his father, he become empty. And as something hit me with that, and I'm like, this is exactly how I feel. Because I have this dream in me. Now I let it, I let it out. I accomplish it. Now I'm empty. So I need to be careful how to fulfill that emptiness to make sure it did not drag me down. Because, yeah, I was like really struggling for the last month or so. I'm like, how, what is going on? But the reason why I'm saying this is we need to be very careful when we are, uh, when we are achieving our dream and our goals to be reminded that when you finally let that thing out, yourself become empty and you need to be aware of that so you will not go in depression or you will not stop, uh, continue doing great thing in the world. Wow, that that's, that's great because a lot of times we're thinking, oh, well, having a dream and fulfilling it, that, that's it, you're done. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> and and you just talked about that emptiness that yes. you're feeling so now it's time to fill it with something else right so let's talk about what that next step is for you how do you know what's next I know what next because I continue taking my time to mentor myself with listening to a lot of great people, like, you know, those people that are already out there, like Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry being my good friend now, because for somehow just the spirit lead me to him. So I, I've been listening to him a lot and, and he become a mentor. What next for me is, of course, I need to create the, the course that will go with the book. So now, okay, don't laugh. I know we've been talking about this forever. <laughs> You know, I was hoping you would say that's next because I'm ready. That's my next thing because when you were talking to me about that, I think I was so full with my book. I just wanted out and I couldn't take any more in. So now the book is out. Even me, myself, I find myself doing some other thing to make sure that come to life. And so... It, it really, I would say life is really like, there's a principle in life. And if you follow them with a the humbleness and kindness, you have this guidance in life that, uh, you know, some people, they say universe, I say God, but it, it doesn't matter what you believe in or whatever you call it. We have this guidance that will, will guide us to the point where, okay, when this done, this next and this next. So for that, it gave me a release knowing that even though I've been procrastinated with building my course to people, it was not the right time. You know, I could have not even built a great course that I want to, but now it's out, everything coming to place clearly to what, how I want it to be. Yeah, timing is um, very important and knowing when that time is, is also is just as important. 
And right. you mentioned about, um, you know, having a guide. So we're both um, spiritual. We're Christians. I'll go ahead and say that. <laughs> we are. We are a kingdom, kingdom it, citizen. Exactly. So every time I think about a situation I'm going through, it's like when you open up that book, the Bible, it's like, it's right there. Yes. Anything that I'm going through is there. Absolutely. Yeah. So that that's very important for people to know that um, for those of us who are Christians, it's okay to say you are for one. Two, it's okay to know that you have to go to that reference every now and then. Yes. Yes. It's, it's you very rely important. on that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So now it's time to discuss the children's book. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So I thought I was making a mistake. <laughs> um, when I, my children's book was very funny. This is how God works. And I'm just going to say this out here is that when you give yourself to God, he will guide you. And one thing I have learned, <clears throat> whatever that you want to do, when it wake you up at 2 a.m. and you can go to bed, that means God wanted out and he wanted out now. And, <laughs> and that's what I did with my children's book. I remember waking up at 2 a.m. I never write a children's book. I don't know anything about children, but I pretty much write it like I was writing a regular book. <laughs> when I, I tell I, you, you have given me rough my money, I'm like, like, yeah, let's do this. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so, <laughs> I said, I'm going to write a children's book. And she's like, yes, let's go for it. <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> Thank God for Dr. Tracy because nobody else that doing publisher will have take that project. I don't care who is who out there because <laughs> I don't have any skill on writing a children's book. I don't know anything. I didn't know that. You be you even have to pick up a clothes and, and how the room look and, and the literature, like everything you have to like step by step. When I, I I didn't know that I just I just write a children book I just write a page I think I write I write about two two full fish mm -hmm. and just send it off to you and you have to break it down and then we have to go through like a PowerPoint to break everything down and start oh my god and <laughs> so when I start looking at that first of all when we do it on the on the PowerPoint it was easy right it looked easy <laughs> and now we have to find people to draw it like the the illustrator. <laughs> Now we like, huh? <laughs> There's more yeah. stuff after this. So I'm saying all this by um, when when God wants something to be out of you, because I write the vision down. I say I want to publish two books. I want to publish my book and then the children's book, but I didn't know how. But God directed you to come around my path. Because if I were to work with anybody else out there, this children's book will not come the way it is. And now when I look at it, I just, <laughs> so, 
I just like put the the image like the, the cover on my phone. I just like, oh, <laughs> this is so cute. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. It's just it's something that I I didn't even like dream to to make it look like that because I just re remember I just put something on <laughs> on camera and just sent it to you. I'm like this is how I want it, and I'm so glad that you use your intelligence and you use your vision to be like this is how it should be, and for me it's just it was it was a breathtaking and I. <laughs> I can never thank you enough for this children book because you come in my life at the right time and you done what needed to be done. So I'm just asking for more blessing in your life, but to, to, to saying that I am so, so proud about this children book. I am more so excited about this children book that, um, people now is even like where where's the children book where can i get it where's all this i was like just hold on just hold on it's, it's coming in yeah can i can i say the date <laughs> with the word you can say the date <laughs> <laughs> so we will do the book launch on april 1st in person in iowa at grandview uh, university come out it's going to be traditional dance food, Africa food, it's just going to be like educational as well. And Dr. Tracy herself is going to be there. <laughs> so I, I'm looking forward for this, but I'm so humble. I'm so humble by, um, by God to, to bring us together and to, to bring this hope, not only to me and my children, but to the entire um, community of not only like the African community or African-American community is all the immigrant. They feel connected. Today, I was talking with one of the guy from, uh, from Mexico. And because I have the, the, the pop-up standard there and the picture was there. And he was asking like, what is this? And, and I tell him this story about, about Ageno, which is the, the book, it's mean hope. I tell him the story. He pretty much kind of like breaking tears. And he's like, where can I get one for my daughter? And so, I don't wanna cry. And so people feel so connected. It's, it, it, it connects people together. It's not even about the color it's all about the unity about love about knowing other different culture um looking at that little girl in um on that on that cover and she's a princess in african village because we draw the african um house behind her looking at that even my children they just keep looking like mommy is this how your house was in africa Yes, yes, and, and I'm so proud to say that, yes. And that is the question that I believe this book will bring a lot of questions to people uh, to do a lot of more family discussion. You know, how was your house in Africa? What did you eat when you were in Africa? What was, you know, all those little questions is just make me so happy. Uh, for me, for God to give the vision for me to deliver something that will live on to generation and not only live on to generation, but it will bring a question that 
the next generation are looking for. Wow, I can tell you when you first mentioned this project, I was like, yeah, what's that? I was like, <laughs> Lord, I don't know how we gonna do it, <laughs> but we gonna do it. <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm sitting there and I was like, I saw the, the image that you had initially when you put it out there on social media. And I was like, oh, it's a cute little girl, whatever. And then the story, I'm like, mm, that story doesn't match the picture. And I was right. like, how are we going to do this? So I went through a couple of illustrators and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And when I found this, this individual, he was drawing it out. I was like, oh my God, that's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. Because luckily I found a picture that resembled you as a child. And mm-hmm. I was like, can you do this? Can you draw this? Because everybody was telling you, no, I can't do it. No, I can't. Mm-hmm. This guy was like, yes, I can. And I was like, he did it. Yeah, he did it. And then did. I go out there using AI and uh, play around with some things and and have an image where you're like, oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. That's that's what the village and I was and I'm like, okay. And the, the entire process was, it was a little stressful at times because I knew that I wanted to be perfect and you were in a hurry. And I was like, okay. So I'll be quiet for a while. And you was like, I know she ain't working. You know, it's taking, she ain't saying nothing. <laughs> like, what's the status? I'm like, I don't say anything because I like to make sure that something like this important right. is going to be perfect as I can get it. Yes, yes. And, and, um, and you did just that. You did just <laughs> that and more. Because when you pick up this children's book, you read about the history of these people and you read about the history of Africa. And it brings you to the, the point where that Africa is not what the world present them to be because we are the royalty, you know? And I like that part and say, my mama said, I'm a queen. <laughs> like, I don't care what y'all say, my mama said. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't care what you say, because my mama said, I'm a queen. <laughs> exactly. It starts at home. Yes, yes. So mm-hmm. it's it, it, it's one of the most beautiful, precious thing that I can't even wait to hold it in my hand. I don't know how the <laughs> feeling will be, <laughs> but I can wait. I can wait. Um, I am also connected to some people here who are um, publishers, and they have a library that is named after them in Africa right now, South Africa, and your books will be in that library. So I'm hoping that you will sign them and send them. I'll order them and get them to South Africa so other little girls can see what someone like them who resembles them accomplished and they can see themselves in a book. Can you imagine that? Oh my God. It's a beautiful feeling. It's just a beautiful feeling that I, I get a call from Uganda that are calling me. It's like, is the book out and where can we get it? Yeah. And <laughs> when I hang up the phone, because I, I talk to her, I say like, 
the book will be out and I will get out to Uganda, of course, because that is where I'm from. And I, I'm planning to do a book tour next year in Uganda. I was planning to take it there anyway, but for them to call me, it's like, this is what we are looking for to help our young girls. Where can we get it? It bring me into tears. I'm like, oh, wow. So getting all those calls before the book even come out is just... <laughs> It's a breathtaking and I'm just so um, try not to cry about it because I know that everything worked out for good for those who trust the Lord. And that's how I humble myself because believe me, if that is not the case, I'll be losing my mind right now. I'll be like waking up like, <laughs> but, but I know they that are, they're going crazy over the book and they have no idea what's coming next. That's right. Mm. <laughs> Just imagine. And then with us about to partner to have um, the talent in Uganda broadcast yes. it to the world on yes. TV. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, like I said, look at God. Uh, I always say I want to go to Africa and I'm like, I was supposed to go next month. Um, well, actually I want to go last year as well, but I never made it. And now to be going next year with you, like for the first time, like yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We we you know, I, I want to add something on that, especially for our African people. That there's there have to be a reason for us to have the opportunity to come in this country. And we should not take it for granted. And that's the thing with me. Seeing I come in this country, I look at our 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 brother and sister who was who was bought here a long time ago uh, as a slave. And when I asked, I asked one of the women, I say, where are you from? She say, North Carolina. But our skin color look close, kind of the same. And, and that all she knew, she was born in North Carolina. And she living in Iowa right now. But when I start talking about Africa, she went quiet. And she want to know more. And she has all this question. And I look around and I said, we have bought here, even though we come here as refugees, there's something bigger and greater more than just being in America as a refugees. The unity that we need to build, we need to stop stop separating ourselves saying this is african-america this is africa and you know african-america is abc africa is abc no the question is why did god allow the slavery to come in america 400 years ago and now why does god allow the the africa to come here as a refugees so those are the questions that for me it just got in my mind is to be like we got a lot of work to do in this world that it's only can we it's only if we can just see it and ask for that guidance for God to open our eyes and to ask the question why and how can we 
make this unity be something greater than just separating ourselves in name. You get my point? So <laughs> yes, yes. So for me, that when I met you, with all the talent you have, I said, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> so wait a minute. <laughs> I have to sell everything I have. <laughs> Don't look for this gold. <laughs> and for us to collaborate and just being there not only to be a working partner but find the common ground of saying you're my sister i'm your sister how can we build a sisterhood and do better thing in the world you know so for me when i look at you i don't there's nothing come in my mind as this is african america what come in my mind is like i have found my sister and how can we rock the world together Wow, yes. That's what I asked. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I, I cannot wait to do more with you. Um, you already told me that you're gonna be holding on to my leg for the rest of my life. <laughs> you stuck with me. <laughs> you're not going nowhere. <laughs> this has been an amazing journey and it's not the end. Um, we have a lot more work to do. We have a lot yes. more coming and people just don't even know. They'll be shocked when they see everything that we have planned. Um, so how can they find you and get in touch with you? But first, before that, what is one last thing you want to tell the people before? One last thing I would tell the people is that I'm not putting this out there because I'm, you know, like uh, to put Tyler Perry on the spot, but now because, you know, he's the greatest now. He said, while other is waiting online to get high or get picked, he was busy building his territory. And that is something that we all need to chip our mindset into that, not waiting for anybody to give us a job. We have the intelligence, we have the smartness, almost everything in the world was invented by black people, even though their name is not on it. And we know that now, and we know our capability we know our superpower. Why playing as slow? Why playing small? If you can do much, much greater thing. If you can build your kingdom. If you can own your own kingdom instead of looking for some other people to offer or share or giving you some of their territory. Why not build your own? You are a queen. You are credited by the by God who owned the universe, why not tap into that superpower and become that queen that we are meant to be? So for me to come in America as a, they call it refugees, whatever that word means, is for me, I don't look at it as a refugees. I don't label myself that way. I just thank God for the opportunity 
who allowed me to come in this country and get all this knowledge. So now I get the knowledge. I'm like, okay, queen, I'm ready to build my own territory. So that's, that's the thing that I'm telling anybody out there. It's not about color. Anybody can build their own territory. And if we can all just do small thing and continue doing our small thing, because you can change a small community and somebody else change another small community. Together, we will make a world a much better place. Amen to that. <laughs> this has been an amazing conversation with you. I am excited. You guys go out and purchase this book or well, these books. Um, and there's more to come. Yes. And make sure you pre-order. Yes. Because you get a signed copy from yes. this And then we didn't mention how the children's book also has a coloring book with it. Yes, yes, so that's gonna come. <laughs> so it's, it's gonna be um, coloring uh, combined activity. combined with the activity. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it will open more door for parents and children to interact and, and for children to have all these questions so they can have more of the relationship that uh, the technology try to take away uh, from us. So we try to bring kind of that relationship back for children to be curious and ask all those questions. So someday when you're not here, at least the coloring book and the activity book will be there to remind them where you're from. <laughs> exactly. So how can they purchase the book? And how can they get in touch with you and book you for a speaking engagement or whatever? You can go to my website, lilianokesh.com. So it's L-I-L-I-A-N-O-K-E-C-H dot com. And over there, you can book me on the, uh, if you have an event coming up, you want to book me to be as a speaker, or if you want to pre-order the book, or you want to get a ticket to, to attend the event that is coming in, in um, April 1st. April 1st at Grandview University. You can get your ticket there. You can uh, pre-order your book there and you can follow me on social media, the same name, on my Facebook page, on my Instagram, on my LinkedIn, all the same name, Liliana Page. All right. Thank you for being here. And I cannot wait to meet you in person. I cannot wait. <laughs>